Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, and welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney, and I'm super passionate about moving and thinking. On this show, we are going to dive into all things health, fitness, personal development, lifestyle, and political, sociocultural. I've always been fascinated by people, and I love learning from the experiences and stories of others. This has been a treat for me, and I hope this is enjoyable and useful for you. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or any way that I can make this a better experience for you, please don't hesitate to reach out. Hello, welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I am here at the Reawaken America Tour, and I'm here with Tracy Fletzevic. I got it right. Yes. (laughs) She is a mom. She is an author of The Warrior Mom. She's also an integrative health coach and an Air Force veteran. And I am super excited to hear about her book and her journey with her own son. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. So tell us a little bit about your journey. You were talking, we were talking a little bit before about how you chose integrative health coaching versus going to an Catholic school. So tell me a little bit about that process, that path, why you chose that and about what propelled you to write this book. So when my son was a year old, he was vaccine injured and he regressed into a state of autism. So he lost his speech, uh, motor skills, some cognitive abilities. He broke out in a full body rash. He had a fever for five days. I called the pediatrician, you know, panicking. Oh, this is normal. Honestly, if I had a dollar for every time she said this is normal, I'd be very wealthy today. And From there, I just saw a slow regression and I kept asking questions over and over what's wrong. And she's like, again, you know, this, he just needs speech, voice, you know, can regress and then progress. And I'm like, that, that doesn't sound right to me. So over the next two and a half years, because that's how long it took me to figure out what was wrong with my child. I had been through two preschools who said my child had special needs and they couldn't care for him. A pediatrician who wouldn't ask, answer any questions and Harbor Regional Center who lost our paperwork on our evaluation. And I was just at my wit's end. And so one day I felt like I hit a wall and this is where I always turn to God. And I always know that God will send me an angel. And by the grace of God, he certainly did. So I walked into the office and my husband's like, oh, we hired a new front desk woman. And I'm like, hi, and I'm talking to her. She had a son with autism. And in this, you know, conversation, she's, you know, I'm telling her what's wrong and she's asking me questions. And she literally worked 
for us for like two weeks, long enough to tell me what to do, where to go, how to do it, and where to go to get a proper evaluation after the age of three through the school district. I mean, she she was a true angel. And the crazy thing is, is apparently our kids went to the same preschool and I never saw her again. I know. So wow. it's it's a crazy world. Yeah. But I I do know the the, the power of, of God and I've always believed that he doesn't give me any more than I can handle. So that very same day that I took him to the preschool that did the evaluation. So they told me he's autistic-like. I actually took that report back to the regional center okay. where they did a formal evaluation with right. a clinical psychologist. But when I had answers, I had to run back to the office and, and adjacent to our office was my naturopathic doctor. Okay. And I saw him walking down the hallway right. and he saw me crying and he reaches out and gives me a hug and he's like, what's the matter? And I'm like, Noah has autism. And he's like, Noah's going to be fine. And I, I felt like I needed to hear those words. And he's like, you know, functional medicine is making great strides with kids with autism. I want you to go home and I want you to do your homework. And so I literally sucked those tears back up into my eyes. I went home, I started reading books, I started doing Google searches. Now in 2009, you could do a Google search on healing autism. Today you right. can't. Yeah. Uh, you get, get your COVID vaccine, like it's so scrubbed. And I just dug deep and honestly, um, I threw everything at him but the kitchen sink. I just to, but but it, it first started here and here. I knew in my heart my son was, was going to lead a normal life. He was not going to have any challenges. And then I left the rest up to God. And through, throughout time, he started to progress and get better with the diet, no gluten, dairy, and soy. He started to, to talk. He started to function more. Uh, how long did that process take? So... It was a long process yeah. because we did do a lot of different things that helped with different areas of his whatever ailments he had. Right. So speech, mm -hmm. uh, a good year or two, but he really started talking after a year of doing a majorly clean diet. Wow. Yeah. And then supplements, we did do hyperbaric oxygen therapy. We did some chelation because he had a lot of heavy metals in him. Yeah. And it was a little harsh, so we, we backed off on that. When he was seven, we took him to, to the Ukraine for stem cell therapy. His dad wow. helped with his motor skills significantly. Wow. And throughout the years, he just started to grow and flourish. And he was his own beautiful human being. To watch him grow and become his own was just amazing. And today he's 17, he can drive, he can take care of himself, he can, wow. you know, cook. I'd say he can clean, but we're working on that part. He is a teenager. <laughs> I, I'm still working on that they, part too, yeah, you know? They yeah. don't have anything for teenagers under <laughs> Yeah. So I saw when COVID first hit and soon after they wanted to fast track a COVID vaccine. Right. I was like, this is my perfect time. 
to yeah. write my book. So for years, I had wanted to write a book on my journey because I've been mentoring parents with children with autism for over 13 years. Wow. So I just sat down, started writing, and then along the way, I hired a literary coach and and it led to putting everything together. But what I wanted was I wanted not just my in my story of inspiration, but a guidebook right. and a what to do and how to do it. So I put all that it's in three parts. So the first part is, is my story. And I talk about how we lost everything. Uh, my husband fights insurance companies for a living. And so when you fight them long enough, they fight back. So he exposed the insurance companies and the insurance commissioner for the state of California at the time for fraud and collusion on fire damage claims. And so they did a smear campaign on him and he wound up on the front page of the LA Times. And we lost everything. His company at the time of 20 years, everything just, I was like, well, I don't know what to do. And so I just started picking up stuff in my house and selling it. And I'm like, whatever it is, I'll create it. I was, I bartered for his hyperbaric oxygen therapy. I went in and I'm like, listen, my son really deserves to have this, you know, treatment. Mm -hmm. Is there any way I can do your marketing? I work your front desk, I'll scrub your toilets. I really don't care. And they allowed me to do their marketing on the weekends in exchange for hyperbaric treatment. So I would take note of hyperbarics. And honestly, there wasn't a single thing that would stand in the way. I found a wonderful functional medicine doctor who allowed me to make payments and then she'd bill my insurance for the rest. And I believe that where your mind goes, energy flows. Right. So you can you can truly be a powerful creator if you set your your mind to to doing what it is that you set out to accomplish. Absolutely. And I knew that my son was gonna live a normal life. Now, is autism still a part of his life? Absolutely. That is a part of him that that we honor and will never let go, but he's fully functionable. I I don't ever use the word cured. I say healed. We healed the underlying conditions that were, you know, impeding his speech and all these other other things that I I had no idea could have caused further neurological damage. And so I was grateful to have that knowledge. I went back to school for alternative medicine. I just started studying it. And and I became that self-taught mom because when they told me my kid wasn't eligible for ABA therapy, then I just went to the classes and bought the books and learned it myself. And so I did my best to put anything that I felt a parent could truly use and need in this book. Part two is, what do you do if you think your kid could have autism? I took you two and a half years to figure that out. All the different resources that you can use these days, different books to read. And then part three is all about healing autism. Wow. Yeah. So I have a couple questions for you. So you said that it was right after a vaccine that you noticed these symptoms started to surface. Yes. With your son, right? Yes. So do you remember which vaccine it was and about how long? So it was the MMR and Versella vaccine. So those are the four live virus vaccines. Right. Mm -hmm. And he did receive about 20 vaccines in the first year of his life. Wow. Leading up to that that point. Sure. And immediately he got the full body rash. 
and the fever for, it was about five to seven days. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, but I remember freaking out, not knowing what to do because his fever wouldn't go away. Oh, just rotate Tylenol and Motrin. And, and now everyone's like, oh, if you gave your kid Tylenol, there's a lawsuit. I'm like, oh no, like, I just dumped extra stuff. So I was under the impression that, that doctors were to do no harm. Right. And, and I truly believe that a lot of them are just programmed and they don't, they don't understand what they're doing or they're not impacted by, by an event that, that changes their way of thinking. Sure. Because I can tell you, um, my husband's cousin, who's a dear family friend, his, him and his wife were like parents to me after I gave birth to Noah. He was a doctor. And the first thing he said to me is, don't even think about not vaccinating your child. And I'm like, listen, I love you, but I'm going to do what I feel is best for my son. And that was in January. And in December, we always go to their house for a Christmas Eve party. And so we, we took Noah. He's running around. He's talking. He's climbing. He's smiling. He's making eye contact. And he comes up to me and he's like, Tracy, I don't know what you did, but keep on doing it. And, and I stand corrected. He's like, don't listen to me. But, and that wow, was big. Yeah. I know he has so much pride. Um, and then today he's like, no, don't, don't put the COVID vaccine. But he's retired. He could say that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Other doctors lose their license for sure for saying that. Sure. Do you feel like... Now, um, because people like you are speaking out about their experiences with their children with traditional vaccines, and they've been doing that for so long. Yeah. You know, you're 17 now. Do you feel like because of what happened with the COVID, quote unquote, vaccine, that that has started to kind of lift the veil about traditional vaccines? And the oh, absolutely. It's it's shedding a whole new light mm -hmm. on the, the whole subject. And you know, when you turn on the TV and you just see sports people just dropping dead on the field and it's it's happening like all over from, in various different ages. Right. That's not normal. That doesn't, you know, maybe one, but right. several, no. Or women having um, spontaneous abortions. Yeah. I was talking to a, a doctor who is an OBGYN and she's, she's 72 years old. And she told me, she's like, in all my career, I've seen one spontaneous abortion. Right. Now, uh, hospitals are having like anywhere from like 10 to 20 a day. It's, it's insane. And what they're doing, I, I, you know, I've also a very dear friend of mine who's actually spoke at the event as okay. well. Um, Scott, his daughter had Down syndrome and she got COVID and was in, admitted to the hospital. And they actually gave her lethal doses of drugs, like major lethal doses, kicked him and his wife out of the hospital and then put a DNR on her without their permission and literally killed her. And he's the kindest man. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think of his website because it's, it's like Saving Grace or something okay. like that. But, but if you remember, we'll link it. Yeah. Yeah. But 
I'm truly grateful that my story is autism, right? And yeah. I'm, I'm able to coach parents and, and be um, a voice for these parents and kids. But for somebody who loses their child, I mean, uh, what do you do? Right. Or I've met parents that have lost their children to a vaccine or COVID vaccine as I'm fighting up at the Capitol, you know, for all the mandates and everything else. And I am so grateful. That's not me. Yeah. I, I'm curious, you've worked, so you've worked with uh, children who have been injured from the vaccine, who have autism as a result of it, or at least they seem to be yeah. like a solution. So worked with their parents. You, okay. On, different healing modalities and what worked for me. And I always make it quite clear that not every child responds to biomedical intervention, right. unfortunately, but you truly have to believe in your heart of hearts that your child can get better. Right. And that no matter what, they are on their own perfect journey to live this, this beautiful life because they're so innocent and there's a look at a child with Down syndrome. So somebody contacted me the other day and said, you healed your child. I wanna heal my little brother of Down syndrome. I said, honey, children with Down syndrome or individuals with Down syndrome is a clear sign that angels walk the earth. They are such so beautiful, innocent, loving human beings. Yeah. I, and, and, but yet, if if a doctor thinks that a mother yep. could be pregnant with, with, a with a Down syndrome child, they recommend abortion. then they recommend abortion right yep. away. What is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We won't get me started who, on that. That's who, a wouldn't, who wouldn't be so blessed? I had yeah. I was I was very fortunate enough that um, my nephew, my husband's sister's son, right. had Down syndrome. He, unfortunately, he passed away at a young age. Um, his sinuses weren't fully developed and he passed away in his sleep wow. from a sinus infection. But, so, you know, they're such amazing individuals. So anyone on the spectrum, anybody with special needs, they, they are on their perfect journey. The parents need to know that you're on your perfect journey. And that it's going to be okay, regardless. You have to, one of my chapters, or the last one in the story part of my book, says let go and let God. You, you have to just let go and leave the rest up to God at some point. And just trust that everything's going to be okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have you found that uh, some of the protocols that you did for your son were beneficial for some of these other children? Like, what is your experience? Yes. So, diet is a major thing. Okay. Uh, you'll find a lot of kids will start to regain their speech. Wow. That's uh, from, huge. Yeah. Especially yeah. ones. So, they'll call when they lose their speech, they'll call it regressive autism. Okay. So, really, to me, there is no. Right. No such thing. But whatever. Um, they'll call it regress, but they'll regress into a state of autism. They lose their speech and so on and so forth. But really, these are all inflammatory foods. And a lot of them have leaky gut, maybe from a lot of antibiotics or, you know. Um, so if their bellies are distended. Yeah. And what happens is these inflammatory foods leak into our bloodstream and they act as like opiates on the brain and they cause inflammation throughout the body right. and the brain. So sure. yeah. it's removing those things and really just 
doing what you have to find the underlying conditions. I can't do that. Right. A functional medicine doctor will know what to do. Okay. You find one that that specializes in treating children with autism. There's so many out there. And they'll look for those underlying conditions and then they'll start treating those those conditions. And then sometimes they they start to just come to you. Which that's amazing. That's amazing to see progress with the you know, to see it start to reverse. Yeah. What do you think it is with these vaccines? Why are so many children having those kinds of adverse reactions? Not not even the I mean the COVID ones we know. Yeah. It's a very different Yes. Um but why do you think that a lot of autism symptoms do seem to manifest after an adverse reaction to a vaccine like the Dipson? So this is what a lot of you know, doctors and scientists have kind of come up with. There okay. is no straight answer for this. Okay. So, and I'm not a doctor. Okay. Make that yeah. Yeah. Um, is that in the first year of their life, yeah. they received 20 plus vaccines. And, and they all contain some sort of preservative. I think in some states it's even more. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And California. Two to three flu shots in the first year. Wow. So as they say, they took through Marisol out of the MMR, which was actually in the Hep B, not the MMR. Um, it's still in the flu shot. Yeah. So the first year of your life, they have all these aluminum adjuvants, the Marisol, mercury, um, all these heavy metal toxins, they're, they're neurotoxins, and they implement them and they're floating around in the body, right? Yeah. They go get those four live viruses when they're one, when they're 12 months, when they do their well baby visit. Right. And when you when you have so many live viruses all administered at one time, it's gonna kick in a major immune reaction. Sure. And what our body does is it releases white blood cells, microphage. And what these microphages do is they actually go throughout the body and they start eating up all the bad stuff. Right? Sure, yeah. And then they, they break the blood brain barrier. And then there's two different kinds of mercury. And there's the one, um, there's one kind of mercury that actually will float around in the body. Okay. And the other one actually does break the blood brain barrier. Okay. And they found that in scientific studies. I, I actually just learned that um, by going I've to- I've never heard that. Yeah. So I went to uh, a conference for mm -hmm. Children's Health Defense and I was mm -hmm. listening to RFK Jr. speak. Yeah. And he was talking about it and how these, you know, the different types of, and he's done so much research. Yeah. If you, if you ever want a really good book to read, read The Real Anthony Fauci and you yes. know that we've been heading for this, this vaccine disaster for many years. And it's it's been a long time coming. For sure. So. And he's uh, been in that fight for a really And he has, time. and he fights for our children. And, the, yeah. and he doesn't have, he didn't have to do that. So I, I'm a huge supporter of children's health events and I'm truly grateful for everything that they do. There are very few organizations out there that are really, really fighting, but they're fighting hard and they're fighting all the legal battles. Yeah. So, yeah. What are your thoughts on uh, the uh, Vaccine Compensation Act of 1986? Do you think, you know, they're, they supposedly grant them impunity, although I, I, my, if I'm correct, I, I think that that's only true if theirs is kept up to date, 
and both sides of the aisle say Bears is not kept up to date. So. Okay, so what they did, yeah, um, 1986, the Vaccine Injury Act, right, was signed to release the any liability to doctors, nurses, and pharmaceutical companies. Right. So there had to be a point where pharmaceutical companies were losing major money uh, for vaccine injury. Right. And, you know, pharmaceutical companies kind of run the universe. So... They do. <laughs> this act came into play, and then they had no repercussion for ever having to do, you know, vaccine injury. So they released of any liability with that act till this day. It's nothing's been reversed. Right. So they did implement um, like a vaccine port. Right. As yeah. to where the taxpayers, so I talk about that in my book as well. Okay. The taxpayers uh, pay for vaccine injury. But even since then, it's to get very few cases have been won, especially recently, for a diagnosis of autism because they don't want to connect the two. Yeah, so, it does seem like they really try very hard not to, like, you, you can't really say that definitively. Yeah. People say that they, they notice those symptoms happen shortly after. Yeah. But. So one of the experts in the field, Dr. Andrew Wakefield, wrote my foreword for my book. And he is currently working on a film. He's, he he yeah. put out many documentaries. Right. Vax 1, Vax 2. Um, there's there's so many different um, documentaries that he put out that where he was just stating facts. Now, he was stripped of his medical license for standing up for the kids and They're stating... stripping McCullough of his license. Yeah. Right. And standing up for the kids and saying it's not safe, you know, to give the MMR all at once. And when he wrote the study, or when him and 12 other doctors wrote the study in The Lancet in 80, or, yeah, in 98, or 99, um, it, at first they all lost their license, but it seems as though Dr. Wakefield wouldn't do the whole puppet show in front of the media. And so... They continued to gun for him, but yet they opened up Pandora's box. So he does have a film coming out next year. Yeah. And I do recommend that you support his film. Mm -hmm. But it's it really talks about, you know, everything that led up to it. All the cover-up. The cover-up with the, the study that the CDC did between the link between autism and the MMR vaccine. But in in the end, what were the findings of that study? So the findings of the study, based on the documentary, were that, so a whistleblower came out, Thompson, stating that he was told to shred all documents pertaining to the study. Yes. Wow. And, but yes, there is a link. There have been many studies done that, that have shown a link between the MMR vaccine and autism. But no. will that ever be publicly shown or stated or no? Right. So it's, and people have had to make documentaries. They've had to do films. They, you know, everyone's, but now's the time. There's, it's, there's an uprising. There is, right? there is, yeah. Absolutely. And you're either on one side or the other. Right. And 
it's really about life or death. And I'm not afraid to die by any means, but you know, they're saying now, so autism right now is one in 30. And they're saying in the next decade- One in 30, I'm gonna repeat that. that that's very high. Yes. Um, Sorry, yeah. Yep, so one in 30, and they're saying in the next decade, it's gonna be one in two kids will have autism. One in two? One in two in the next decade. In the next 10 years. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. And do they say why they think that is, or they just state that that is? The obvious. Right, right. But do they admit, you know, that they have some theories and that they're... No, I mean, you have a lot of these doctors that are really just standing up. um, All the functional medicine doctors. Great. That are really taking a stand against the political side of everything. Yeah. But yet they're losing their medical licenses. They're having to speak out. Right. Um, I mean, even the inventor of the mRNA spike protein is like, do not take the COVID vaccine. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) um, You know, I believe truly in life, God puts us on our own perfect path. And and if, if that is a journey of speaking out, of healing, of just protecting your family, I judge nobody. If if you vaccinate, that's your choice. But I want to have my choice not to. Of course. Right? Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully now with what's happening, I I, I believe possibly this will be a silver lining, is that maybe we can get to a place where parents can choose whether or not to vaccinate their children at all. Not just COVID vaccines, right? It should, should have medical freedom, regardless of whether it's a COVID vaccine or any vaccine or any medical treatment, right? I think right now it just depends on which state you go to. Yeah. So some states there's more uh, leeway than others? I live in California. <laughs> in California, right. So in California, I, I know they have a ridiculous We're the belly number. of the beast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have a ridiculous number in order to be able to go to school. Like if all these markers of how many, and it's, a, it's an insane number. I don't remember the exact number, but I think for school, I think it was something like 82. I, I might be wrong, but it was something really, really high just to enter school. But what I'm hearing in some other states is now even the homeschool, they're making it mandatory. So California hasn't done that yet, Okay. but I'm certain it's next. I mean, right now they just passed a bill that said any kids 12 and up, parents can't have access to their medical records. That's, so that's crazy. A woman I know, took her child to their his doctor visit. He's 12 years old and it's through Kaiser. And she was asking them, I can't get into his portal. And they're like, you don't have access to his portal. And she's like, why? And she's like, you don't have any rights to your child's medical records. And child's how old? 12. 12. Yes. Wow. Wow. That's insane. So, all right. So I, do you have anything else you want to, uh, Add, I, I think just definitely tell people about that there is hope. <laughs> you know, if, if you have that, there are some things that, that can be done to help the underlying condition. Absolutely. And you, are, you with your own son saw that. So, yeah. So, the main thing is to really just do your research, but you have to read books. Um, it's not on the internet no more. And le- I mean, even if you dig, 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 it's been so scrubbed. It's really hard to find good information. You can go to childrenshealthdefense.org. They have great information. Um, 
talkingnow.org is another one. And I put all this in my book, all the different references and insights and where you need to go. Um, so currently you can buy my book at warriormom.org and it's $29. You'll get an author signed copy because it doesn't come out into the public until April 4th. Nice. So prior to that, we are doing an ebook release on January 17th. So you can buy an ebook for $1.99 for, for a short time only. Nice. And so I just, you know, my main goal is to educate parents. You know, to get out there and just really, really educate parents on on the benefits of of using these different healing modalities to heal your children. And what's the worst that can happen? You can heal them from an underlying condition, even if they don't respond. Mm -hmm. um, J.B. Hanley's book, Underestimated, his son, he was able to heal him of like his gut issues, but he still was non-speaking. So he wrote a book with his son, now that he's older. Wow. Um, and talks about S2C. He actually wrote the S2C portion of my book. Wow. Um, and it, so you just, you find what works and you just love them. That's it. It's, it, as parents, it is our job to love and protect our kids, to educate them as much as we can. And then I just leave the rest up to God. I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story, you. for your book, and for everything you're doing. Absolutely. Come thank on. you for having me. Thank you so much. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.